All right, welcome back, New River Valley. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and we've got Cora Negi in the studio today. Yeah. Talk about what's going on in Giles County. Yep. So I wanted to, uh, that last segment when we went out, it was uh, Thin Lizzy, and it's Whiskey in a Jar, and then that's Metallica there, Whiskey in a Jar. Yeah. And so I wanted to play it because uh, sometimes we hear songs, you know, from someone's redone them and blah, blah, blah. So that song was, it was written, you know, many, many, many years ago, and it was written by a, it's an Irish tune. And it was written by a guy, and basically the ballad is his girlfriend Molly. He was a robber, and she turned him in, and he ended up in balls and chains. And that was kind of the 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 lore of it. Well, Thin Lizzy recorded that as a rock song. Is that where the term ball and chain comes from? Don't know. Could be. Okay. You mean like if you mean as a prisoner? No. You know, as a wife. Some, some yeah. wife. yeah, it could be. Yeah. Like, I've never said it. Yeah, that's right. But you were struggling to say it right there, too. <laughs> that's right. That's right. But um, so uh, Metallica, when they uh, they released an album called Garage, and they put that song on, I think it was like 1998. But that was, twenty, I think, 25 years after the Thin Lizzy release. I think it was 1973 or 1971, yeah, around that time frame. But, um, and then when they went on tour, when they went to Europe, it became this massive hit because the Europeans had remembered Thin Lizzy from the, from the, which was an Irish group. So I think that that's right now uh, Metallica's second largest selling song of all time, and in the U.S. it had a following, but not like globally, you know, like they do over there. So I was watching this episode on like Axis Television, and you know, it's like best songs of this, best songs of that, and I love watching those because it really help, helps out. You know, relive your youth, stuff like that. But that song right there is considered the number one redone song of all time. So they had all of the uh, people vote. And when they cast votes, then they had to go in and they had to have the Radio executives look through it, and then the stats, and that song right there is the number one redone song. So it was rated number one, right? right. It had the it, the best done best with the best results mm. of any song. Of they're all time. so different. I know. Well, they're actually not. If you listen to their voices, they're dang close. Yeah. Now, obviously, the uh, the ability to turn it up and and become really powerful. It's clearly a lot better in 98 versus 73. But if you play them side by side, the old song actually holds up really, really well, even if you've only known the new song. You can listen to it and go, dang, I mean, it was really, really well thought out. Yeah. So that's it. Good stuff. Yeah. He's full of information. He is. And sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's not. <laughs> sometimes it's not, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was too complicated to make up, though, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I was shocked yeah. that that was the number one. I can't remember the other ones on the list, uh, and I was trying to— I, I'm going to disagree with that. And that's I know. Why like, that's I'm, the reason I'm why like they have lists. I'm struggling over here well, to be like, okay. That's the, reason, <laughs> that's the reason they have lists, right? So you're like, oh, yeah, they got lists. So that you can take a look check, at those. Check. Yeah, trust but verify. But, yeah, but then you start to look through them, and you're like, I mean, what, you know, what songs are better versus not? You know, just because someone redoes it with better instrumentation or better vocals or whatever, does it really make it, you know, 
two times as good or does it hold up or does it push the, the trajectory of a song another time? No, that's that's a fair question. I don't mm-hmm. know the answers to that, but yeah, could be different. <laughs> and I'm not talking about a tune that Disney might get hold of or Pixar. Oh. Yeah. Although yeah. those have been some of the good, better ones. Has Metallica done any Disney songs? Probably not. I would like they to should. see that. They yeah. should, yeah. That might be interesting. I'll give you one. What year did that band form? Metallica? Yeah. Oof. Oh, I'm going to say 82. 81. That is damn good. Wow. That's shocking. So here's another. What year did uh, uh, Guns N' Roses form? Nah, you know, now I'm going to mess up my record. <laughs> um, that's, it seems later, but I'm going to guess it was earlier. Um, but I'm going to go with later. I'm going to go with 88. I think it was 81 also. Was it? Yeah, so they were two competing hair bands versus versus rock. All right, back to it, back to it. Let's go. Yeah. Well, Cora obviously Speaking came. Speaking of Metallica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Cora came to the studio for a reason. Uh, we obviously love having her here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's probably the best of the three of us in the studio as far as uh, a radio personality or personality in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the, <laughs> what's the top uh, – so, since you're going to be at the ball game on Saturday, what's the top selling Metallica tune? I'm sure Inter Sandman. That's correct. I would I would hope. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So I know things are happening in Giles. They are. Think there's actually a lot going on right now with uh, tourism in the New River Valley. Very much so. Yeah, and some of the you alluded to the the things uh, the stuff that I brought you. Yeah. Um, and I I share that with you all and also put it out there to to, to everyone. You know. For football games in the New River Valley, certainly Radford and Virginia Tech pull in a lot of folks for various reasons. It's football season, so um, ideally, uh, if we can get in front of some of those attendees, whether they're local or visiting from out of the region to experience that football game day. We have these things, mm-hmm. um, stickers and sunglasses and the clear bags to get into the stadium. We have all of those things um, at the uh, Virginia Tech football games in what they call Hokie Village. So we're really excited to be setting up this season to not only chat with people as they come in to experience the New River Valley, but maybe convince them to come and, and hang out in Giles either after the game or on their next trip to the region. Yeah, now the term convince, there's really not a lot as far as having to convince people, I think the biggest thing is they have to get over the hurdle that it's really a lot closer than you think. I mean, for something to be so different, but yet so close kind of is an oddity. Yeah. And, and it's convinced you're right. Convince might be a poor choice of word. Maybe it's more educate. Yeah. Let people exactly. know, yeah. um, you know, eight miles from where they're standing Correct. right now, they can <laughs> be, you know, on the new river or they can be having a really nice meal or they can be staying at a mountaintop resort um, mm-hmm. from, from Blacksburg over to Giles or out to Pulaski or over to Floyd, mm-hmm. it's not far. So um, they're already in love with the region. So how can we encourage them to to go a little bit beyond uh, maybe Blacksburg, which is also great, but there's uh, a lot to explore when they come to visit. How do you sort of get over the obstacle of it's got to be an either or uh, rather than a plus one? In other, in other words, I'm going to go to the game. I'm going to tailgate. I'm going to spend the day doing football stuff, and it's just football. But for you as a tourist director, you've got 
now you've got a, a party that is in the New River Valley that maybe wasn't here a week ago, right? They've, they've traveled here for a game. How do you get them to, to do the river too? Yeah, so one of the ways we do that is by being on site and, and in that environment, right? So we have now gone over and participated um, in a, a marketing relationship with uh, Virginia Tech uh, for seven years. And so we know that if we go to a football game and we have our kayak set up there or we have our motorcycles set up mm-hmm. or we have information about where to eat and where to stay, we know that if we're talking about a specific vendor, that their sales go up the next day, regardless of time of year, of um who they're playing of, of any of those. So um, prime example, we uh, took new river's edge, which is a tubing company and a a lodging property there in Pembroke took them um, played a game with people that came up to our tent and then gave out uh, rec cards and coupons to come visit to this day. That is still their best sales day ever. And it was like, a Sunday in September, you know, it wasn't a holiday weekend. So we know that just being in that space helps um, raise awareness of what there is nearby to do. Does that say more about the guests that come or more about the people in our area? And what I mean by that is, I don't know if there is a, I don't, uh, is that, do we potentially just take for granted that it's there and therefore, you know, it's one of those where we just don't do it, but yet those who are traveling say, oh, well, I'll add it to my, to my calendar. No different than when you said, hey, listen, we go to this place and then we went for for one, but you went to Gillette too, right? So you did two, but yet it was really for for one. Yeah, that's that's a fair question. But I will say um, we have done visitor profiling. So to help us make those types of decisions of where we should be or who we should be talking to, we do visitor profiling. And we know that most people are visiting the New River Valley to visit friends or family. So even if we're quote unquote, getting the visitors, they're typically bringing the people Mm. that live here, their cousins, their sister, their moms, their kids. Um, And so, yes, there's a part of that that is we don't know what's kind of in our backyard or we take for Mm -hmm. granted what's in our backyard. But if we can still capture the people that are coming then we're going to double up on that. They tend visitor. to bring those people along. Correct. That's interesting. Yeah, that's actually uh, so. Later in the year, my wife, her, her sister, and husband—they're coming, and they're bringing people from uh, Harrisonburg. Are they're joining? Uh, they live in Charlotte, and they are have another that live in Richmond. So there's going to be three couples, and their connective tissue is they all went to Virginia Tech. Sure. But they live in three different areas. And then, of course, my wife and I, we both went to Virginia Tech. So we're all going to meet up uh, at the game. But they're coming the day before. Now, what they don't know yet is that homecoming game. They don't know what the time is yet because that it hasn't been published. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's, it's fun to see that when they – start to plan these things they reach out and they're like you know where's the best place to tailgate uh where should we meet for uh to, for provisions should we be doing a breakfast uh before the game is it going to be and you're like well unfortunately you don't know your time yet uh, on there but what you just said is interesting so they're dragging us along mm-hmm. uh, and yet there are six people from out of the area and it's funny you said harrisonburg charlotte and richmond 
Yes. So if you had said there's a couple coming from the Hampton Roads, Virginia Beach area, that is our four source markets for travelers to the New River Valley. So you're you're a perfect little focus group for who comes Mm -hmm. um, to experience either game day or, again, maybe it's family reunion or high school reunion or um, just, you know, friends getting together. Um, But couples from those source markets, visiting friends and family are kind of our our bread and butter. Hmm. Now you you were uh, saying that you have all of this data or that you source the data or you kind of farm it. And I know you have some information there in front of you, but are you actually uh, on site asking all of those questions or there's a, a log that they can fill out and, and you get it or how, how is all that? Is it, where, yes. where are you getting all that from? The the methodology of the visitor profiling. So the, the one that we's, we've done, we did in 2020, 20, obviously there, the word COVID is throughout this entire report, mm-hmm. right? Because people that are coming uh, are coming with hesitancy or they're upset because things aren't open, but that was COVID. So um, we do, um, we are getting ready to start a, another visitor profiling series. It's an online survey. Um, typically, People aren't on the ground collecting them, but we might be at events encouraging them to go online to take the survey. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also go back in time. So a lot of times our hotel properties will send that as a follow-up when they're asking them to review the hotel. They'll also send this survey to, to do a bigger picture of the visitor um, package. Cool. So it's from, pulling from everywhere. It is, yeah. Now, it's, and this is the sort of the visit NRV push, right? And it's and it's the kind of the, would you say it's the culmination of about two years worth of work or three years worth of work with the multiple tourism directors? Yes. Yeah, so we we've done the visitor profiling study because we needed some. Uh, evidence mm-hmm. as to why the push is worthy to do. Um, all of us within the New River Valley, as we've talked about many times, we work great together and we know there's opportunity, but how do we work together and what are we working together towards? Yeah. Um, so we did the visitor profiling study. We've been meeting and doing things ad hocly for seven years wow. now. Yeah. Um, but because of our uh, recent small business recovery program that we did. We had uh, some additional uh, support that came through that program that allowed us to then take the next step. So we're actually getting ready to start some discovery and branding work. So all of the good things that we've been doing will now be packaged with this valid information and this qualified information um, to actually have a, have a brand for visiting and, and playing in the New River Valley. That's awesome. We're very excited. That's awesome. We're going to go ahead and take a break and um, – We'll come back. We'll talk about some of the things that you're highlighting, not only at the ball games, uh, but further as far as uh, upcoming attractions, particularly as we move into Mark, one of the most beautiful times mm-hmm. of the year, yeah. which is uh, fall. So everybody, stick with us. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Yeah, my 